Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Thunder fans, it is the one, the only, the greatest Champagne Jerry, joined by Bigfoot himself out of the Pacific Northwest today. Uh, this guy is so freaking elusive, you might have to create a bill to find him like we do here in Oklahoma. We have Stephen Dolan, a.k.a. Steve Thunder fan, a.k.a. I have my MBA. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up, dude? Like, this is hey, this man. Has been so long, long time no see. Yeah, we've missed you. Yeah, a it lot. has it's been crazy. Had a baby, went to school, got a bunch of stuff done. That's interesting. That is something that like Washington and Oklahoma both have in common, right? Those are like the two Bigfoot hotspots in in the country, aren't I they? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I think it Sasquatch sure. Central. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the with you guys, the magic mushrooms and everybody just saying stuff. And down here, tweakers being high on meth and hallucinating. I don't know where it comes from, but there's definitely a connection there. Um, whether Oklahomans want to admit that or not. Um, yeah, man, it's, it, it's great to see you. Glad you, uh, finished school. You bought a house. Um, me and you literally had a baby within like months of each other. So that excuse is thrown out the yeah. window. Okay. Um, you don't get to use her anymore as an excuse. Um, unless you have another one coming, then you can use that excuse again. Um, well, yeah, but you got, you got family around and stuff. Not really. It's just me and my wife no? really and truly. Yeah. Like it's just oh, okay. us two right. running the show. Right. Like, yeah, family will come by every so often, but it's not like, Oh, hey, let's go drop Nina off and go on a date. Like we don't have that that luxury, unfortunately. So what's a date? I that's what I say too. One of our friends, they have a we had a get together this weekend, and one of our friends, she was like, Yeah, you guys just need to go do stuff for each other and go out and go do stuff. And I literally looked at her. She goes, I do it. And I said, Your kid is 14 and 10. Of course you can go do it. They take care of themselves at that point. Like literally, all you need is pizza rolls and hide the matches and everything's okay speaking of okay are you okay no my mic is how about now yeah there you go something something weird happened i was getting all sorts of alerts about my mic being dead yeah so this guy yeah he doesn't show up and doesn't know how to do a podcast anymore um we'll get him back in season form here soon hopefully before next season um you have all off season to train dolan all right all off season to get this back together right yeah we're in we're in the playoffs right now but the thunder are already in the off season it's kind of weird yeah uh, we all have opinions on it i'm happy with where we're at let those boys mm-hmm. rest and uh let's just jump into this week's pod um this can be sort of a weird one. Guys. Yeah, we're, we're jumping in, Jerry. You think I'm rusty? I just set you up for a perfect transition to talk about the playoffs and you just like drop the ball. Well, 
I was even going to go there, but since you said it, now I have to. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the playoffs, <laughs> as Dolan alluded to, uh, you know, the Clippers have came back and tied up the series. Um, 2-2, it's all even. Uh, the Suns are leading the Lakers right now, which um, hot take, I called that. Um, no one else did, so I'm going to take my credit think, for that. I think they're tied. They're tied 2-2. Is it 2-2? It is 2-2. Yeah, we got a 2-2. Yes, you're, you're correct. It is 2-2. I apologize. But that feels like a huge W, right? Because it seemed like it seemed like the Lakers were about to run away with it, right? With Chris mm-hmm. Paul's shoulder dangling from his <laughs> Shoulder. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the Lakers just said like taking control of the series with another home game and then bang AD strains his groin man that guy has the most strained groin ever and um that might do that series in though to be honest like he's been the expert. well if he doesn't come back yeah if he doesn't come back it's in trouble I think he's out for game five at least so far but they put out the yeah they put out the messaging that it was like but they feel optimistic it's like uh, that's i think at this point in the playoffs you have to say that it's just like yeah we feel good about it yeah (laughs) the the only time i can remember that they didn't act like that was when with surge and his calf remember yep yep in uh 2015 yep yep i think that was and they were like he's out and then, like he, and then he ended up coming back. Like literally the next game, but that's just surge being God surge, and ice, so. right? Isn't that what he said? God yeah. and ice. Yeah, he had to think for that. Um, but yeah, so if AD is out, I think that's kind of. I mean, it's going to be tough. LeBron will have to go supernova. That would be great. To, a great thing to hang on his mantle is like you know, I, I always have the hardest path everywhere. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or serious right now. That's what he always says. I mean, that's, that's what is, he that's says. Yes, no, that, that is what yeah. he says. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so the, the Suns are getting momentum. Uh, the Clippers got the momentum back. Uh, the Blazers and this well, Nuggets. And I, I blame – you know who I blame for – you know who I blame for the Clippers coming back and tying that series and now looking like they're in complete control with Luca also having a weird shoulder-neck thing? Who? I blame podcasts. I blame this podcast. I blame Down to Dunk. I blame the Dream Team. I blame all the national podcasts from Hoop Collective to Bill Simmons, everybody. This is on y'all, and I say y'all because I was not on the episode, so that's fortunate for me because everybody was dancing on the Clippers' grave. Oh, they're going to blow it up? Ah, just like in the open talking about it. I think the Dream Team episode was called, like, it's a good time to own the Clippers' future. Like, mm. Guys. Not wrong. Pump, pump the brakes, though, man. Like, pump talk the about brakes, kid. Jinx. Pump the brakes, kid. <laughs> what? I think jinx if I've ever seen it bullet bulletin board material. Nobody believes in us. No, but drove me crazy. I think that that, you know, the, the criticism and, and a lot of that narrative that was there, I think it was justified when you're looking at how the Clippers played the first two games. Like it was absolutely atrocious uh, how they were playing. I mean, PG was crap in the bed. Kawhi wasn't doing anything spectacular. Um, I think Terrence Mann was the most exciting thing on the floor. Uh, and 
yeah, it it was deserved at the time. Now, right now, yeah, they're they're back in the driver's seat. They they are who we thought they were, Dolan. All right, that's exactly what it is right now. They are who we thought they were, and they're playing a hell of a lot better. Uh, and credit to them for bouncing back because they could have just folded like a lawn chair and been like, all right, let's uh-huh. let's pack no it up. Credit. No credit. I hate him. Luca got hurt. They get no credit. Oh, wow. No credit. Okay, you can have that. Um, in other series, though, uh, looking like the Wizards are going to get swept by the Sixers tonight. Um, that's starting here in a little bit. The, the Philly is a nine-point favorite uh, per ESPN, so it's not looking good for them. Uh, we got the oh. – yeah, I don't think you have a – For Russ. I, I know, I know. Maybe he'll go somewhere else. I've seen some pretty cool, like, trade – scenarios for him where i think he could go somewhere else and have a better chance that boston one looks pretty enticing i'm just saying um but yeah not looking good i hope so i hope so i don't know sixers are looking great they are who we thought they were uh they definitely peaked at the right time and are just looking really really good especially defensively uh trust the process yep yep it just took 13 years but it worked um the other series Wait, but i've seen some people saying that i've seen some people saying that online and it's like they sucked for like three years you know and then they've been like making the playoff climb what are you talking about like whenever they first got Embiid is what you're referencing to well they got Embiid, and then i think he sat out the first two years and then yep. simmons sat out the first year yep and i think they sucked for Years before that so three or four years they were bad and then since then they've just been making the normal young player playoff climb you know from like low playoffs to upper playoffs to finals and hopefully a championship like you the process wasn't intended to have them make the finals the first year after the process ended it was intended to get them some superstars and then it's like you they still those superstars still have to do the normal routine so it's like a two or three year delay to get some superstars and then do the normal routine with superstars. That's yeah. Elton Brand can have that process. Our process with Samuel Presti will be a lot quicker than that. I just know. Um, no, so they're looking good. They're in the driver's seat. Uh, we got the Jazz Grizzlies tonight. Also, um, that has actually been my favorite series to watch so far. Uh, and the Lakers and the Suns. I think those are my top two favorites so far. Uh, that Grizzlies team, man, like they just fight like hell. And Dylan Brooks is an absolute hooper. Um, it pisses me off because whenever he was a rookie, he used to just cook us. Like drop 25 on our head. You'd never heard of the guy really. And then he would just show up to the peak and just kill us. Uh, so he's still doing those things. Jaws looking good. Um these jazz though man like they got donovan mitchell back and they look like a completely different team uh well that makes sense yeah yeah well he should yes but uh it makes me want to puke saying this right now but i think that the jazz are like not that great or not that great are that great rather sorry i'm used to saying they aren't that great so i'm just sort of mixing up my words but i think they're that good i think they can make a push um they have a good mix on that bench i mean literally 
Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, and then you just have that start in five. Uh, I think the best pickup that they made was Bogdanovich because um, he he makes that team completely different. Uh, next on the series, we have the Nuggets and the Blazers. Um, that one, they're tied 2-2 right now. Um, gosh dang it. I said the other two are my favorite. I think this one's my favorite, uh, because it's just, no, it can't be my favorite. The more I think about this, they're missing Jamal Murray and it's still tied to two. Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's just been enjoyable to watch. Um, and then lastly, we have the Celtics and the Nets. Uh, the Nets were supposed to sweep them, but then Jason Tatum went nuclear the other night and dropped 50-plus um, and just looked really, really, really good. And they, like, handed it to the Nets. It wasn't, like, a close game at all. Um, overall, I mean, we're a week into the playoffs, a little bit over a week into the playoffs. I think a lot of these are shaking out the way that everybody thought that they were. Um including, you know, the Bucks just finished off the heat. Oh, I can't remember the day now, uh, but they just finished off the heat in a sweep 4-0. So now we're just waiting on the rest of these first round dominoes to fall and, and see what these next uh, matchups are going to look like. I think that they're going to end up the way that everybody predicted minus that Suns and Lakers. Uh, Cause I think the Suns are definitely going to win this thing. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's been a very enjoyable playoffs um, other than. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> wait a freaking second. I totally forgot about the Hawks and the Knicks. Um, Atlanta's up three, um, one. I don't know how I forgot about that. I'm a, I'm a terrible person. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, these games have been a little crazy. Um, got fans saying crazy stuff to Trey. You had a fan. I don't know if he like just was screaming and yelling and ended up accidentally spitting on Trey or if it was a, um, if it was intentional, I guess. And then you had somebody throw popcorn on Russell and Philly go figure. And then you had, just last night, a Boston fan throw a water bottle, or is it last night or the night before? My days are running together. Okay, yeah, I was say my days are running together right now. I've I've, I've partied all Memorial Day weekend, so. Um, well, I think that might be part of the problem. Which one? These these people are, they've been in lockdown, you know. Yeah. And now they finally got out, and they're like, "Woo, going to a game," and then they get way too drunk, and they're worse aspects of themselves yeah it's absolutely terrible um i think that's been my least favorite part about the playoffs is like all this controversy happening i mean you literally have people at madison square garden handing out leaflets like some world war ii you know (laughs) bomb dropping over them and they're just dropping leaflets to to send a message to people talking about uh gosh what was it trey young's balding was yeah i thought that was funny that that one was funny but it was like um i don't know if anybody else remembers but pre-game 
to the first game, Kevin Durant coming back to the city, there was a similar group of people doing that right at the ticket lines, you know, right whenever you were coming into the game. And I was like, this is really cheesy. Like, let's just let it be organic. Let let one jerk just what start. What were the they chant. doing? If I remember correctly, were they doing trying to make nobody boo or clap or anything? When That's what it was. Just like, be silent. Yeah, just that would have been there. good. Yeah, it would have been hilarious. But getting getting eighteen thousand <laughs> people with yeah. that much emotion, like for that to happen, it ain't happening. Like I, I appreciate because you have sentiment. to get almost everybody. Oh yeah, you have to get almost everybody because if yeah. you have like five hundred people booing, then it's still then it's just like a disappointing boo. Yeah, well, and then even then, like on that, like the Warriors were in town. They had at least three, four thousand fans in the building themselves. So So then it's just cheering. Yeah. So, no, we got to drown that out with our booing to get rid of it. But um, I just thought that was super funny of the Knicks fans. And they're like holding on to it for dear life. Uh, Not looking good for them right now. Super impressed by that Hawks team. Um, I didn't give them enough credit. I I said the Knicks were going to win this thing pretty handedly, I think in six. And now it looks like the Hawks will probably get it in six. Um, And it's all Trey, literally all Trey. And um, they're Bogdanovich. Uh, And Randall's been really bad. Randall has been really bad. He's had to force a lot of stuff, man. I mean, when you're on the floor with, a bunch of dudes that just really can't do too much. And I mean, it's either him or Derek Rose. That's really been the the highlights of, of that team the last couple of weeks. So it is what it is. Yeah. It is I is. saw somebody, I saw somebody tweet and I wish I could remember who it is, but I can't, I hate when that podcasters do that, but fact of the matter, it was, it was a big account, so he doesn't need it. Um, but it was like Derek Rose being the best offensive option on a playoff team at this in the year 2021 is a both a very good basketball story and the reason the Knicks are losing <laughs> yeah 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 it's a definitely a double-edged sword all the way um but yeah that's just sort of where we're at right now in the playoffs uh a lot of these series will be closed out this week uh if not next weekend it's seeming like maybe early next week at the worst um and we'll get the second round rocking and rolling here soon so um, you got any extra thoughts that you want to leave on that before we, uh, move on to a little bit of thunder news? Um, no, I guess just, just the one thing is that despite all the things you said about the fans and there was another incident too, in Utah, two fans got banned for life. They were sitting near, uh, John <gasps> Morant's dad. Oh my God. I can't believe and, I forgot that one. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Guys. Well, yeah. and they were, they said all the worst things in the world and like they were saying terrible things about Dylan Brooks too. And yep. so, but anyways, just, I'm not going to repeat anything they said, but despite those incidents, it's just so nice to have fans back in yeah. the stands. Yeah. Like it really makes the, like, I think they did a great job in the bubble last year. It was like novel and it was like, oh, this is, you know, not as bad as I thought it would be. But man, having them back is just so, who was it? So cool. It yeah, it was Paul George. So to the experience. Yeah, because the Clippers don't have fans yet, I don't think. For It's like, they, for I think they're games. at like 25% capacity or something. The Clippers are? I thought the Lakers were. Yeah. Okay. I think they both are. Okay. Well, they both I have just like know- a few thousand. Okay, I just know that whenever they won, uh, the Clippers won the other night in Dallas, uh, 
Paul George had made that comment. He's like, man, it's so great to have fans back, you know, to this capacity. Yeah, and that's even from somebody who the fans were against. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that that's just that's just really cool. I mean, look at Trey Young. He's literally been relishing like every moment in MSG, like just except the one he got spit on, probably. Yeah, but just bring me yeah. all the hate. Just shower me with it, so I can feel myself Sh- down. Shishin, shishin with his nose. Oh god, way up too high. Yeah, and then he was looking at at Spike Lee just immediately, which even makes it better. Just anyone <laughs> that huckles Spike is just awesome to me. Um, yeah. Hey everybody, like the guys we were just talking about, fans are finally back in the arena. They don't know how to act. They're acting crazy. They're doing stupid things. Don't be stupid like them. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. It's been a uh, it's been a fun first round minus some craziness. Um, so you know, getting off current NBA news and just sort of talking about our team. Uh, team Canada has been announced, uh, and Lou Dort will be on the Team Canadians. Uh, and well, I think he's. I think I think that was just like the training camp roster. He's gonna so I'm not sure team. if I think they'll whittle it down a little bit. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm yeah, just, I think that what they announced. I mean, there were a quarter of the guys were names I didn't even recognize. So yeah, I imagine they'll start the whittling with those guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, Shay isn't playing. He he said he needs to heal up the rest yeah. of the year and yeah, uh, or the rest of the summer and be ready for next year. Uh, which as a fan, that makes me excited. Uh, Cause I'll be honest with you. I absolutely detest FIBA years and I detest Olympics years um, just because of what it does to our really? players. Yeah. I don't like it. I just don't like it. I, I think that like for USA basketball, at least, right. We don't need any NBA players. Like we could literally go throw a bunch of college players that are just good and, actually compete at a very high level um in the world we don't need a bunch of our guys out there which and don't get me wrong i'm on both sides of it right because you would never have the vince carter dunk over a seven footer in the middle of a game or how many golds did we win in a row what was it three um or was it two no it was two i don't remember but anyways it's just uh i'm just not a big fan of it so um I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that. I mean, I think so. Uh, the obvious downside that you're referring to, I think, is just like the risk of injury and the yeah. lack of an off season, right? Yeah, right. pretty much. Well, so I get that. And then there's the other downside for a small market, which is sometimes, sometimes those players all get together and decide where they want to go play. <laughs> you know, like we we know that happened with Miami. There's rumors that that's when Iguodala and the rest of them started to get their claws in KD. Yep. Um, but I also think, I don't know, I, I think we saw a lot of like real growth. Like the first year Russ went and played with Team USA, he was just, so I, I think that was 2012. He was just kind of like a star, but then he came back from that 
as like a superstar. Like he, he really exploded the next year. So like that's 2012, the year we made the finals. Right. And he was great. And he had that one amazing game in the finals, but then he came back the next year in the thunder without Harden. And he was like super mega star, like, See, I'm not going to give in the game. I just, and that's after working out with Kobe. And like, I think that stuff does matter the way when they go and they see, like, I don't know. I think that stuff does matter. Maybe this is just Bill Simmons talking. Yeah. See, and I, as I'm, as I'm saying it, I'm just thinking, I've heard Bill Simmons say this. So maybe I'm just regurgitating that. (laughs) See, but I, you talked about Russell. And I think no matter what, what Russell did, he was going to end up being the great player that he is right now, just because. That's who he is. He doesn't need an Olympics. Maybe it did have some growth to it. I'll I'll give you credit there, but um, I'm just happy to see Shea well, it, actually resting up. It also it, it matters for like resumes, but you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, if we didn't have the temptation of Olympic Mellow sitting out there, the Russ and PG years may have gone a lot differently. <laughs> like, like we may have it may have never been assumed that Mellow could have been the off ball sniper that we wanted him to be um, yeah so so i'm with you now no i changed my mind you're right olympics are stupid send the college kids thank you thank you um yeah you're you're trying to bounce it back to shay so i just yeah i'm a little surprised that they that he came out and said this early that he's out you know i thought i kind of expected him to say um, you know, I'm not healthy yet, so I'm not going to camp, but like, if I get healthy, then hopefully I can still make, go with the team to the qualifiers and then to the Olympics, but to just say he's out, I mean, a take that anybody who thought his injury was fake for the last few months. And, and, like, and let me retract something that I said a few months ago, actually about this. I said that we're probably embellishing it more than what it actually is just to complete mission tank. Um, which I think any team, well, I think do. we all thought that. Yeah. I think on some level, we all think that's part of it. Yeah. Know? But this coming out, it's like, uh, wait a second. He actually yeah. probably couldn't really play. And that's, I'm, I'm glad that they played it safe and he was honest with the medical staff and because young guys usually have that bad problem where they just mm-hmm. rush back too quick. Cause they think that they're 14 again or 15 again, and you just can't mm-hmm. do that as you get older. So yeah, credit, credit to him for, you know, looking at his future instead of just looking at it for right now. Um, yeah. And, and we're talking about something that's over a month away, Yeah, you know, and yeah. he's saying like, I'm not going to be good to go. Yeah. When it's kind of wild to me. When reality, there's a lot of stuff coming out saying that the Olympics might not happen um, again. Yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally. So um, that's that's totally might... on the table that they yeah. cancel. Um, and then and the other thing, I said A, and then yeah. so I have to say B because I was going to, and sorry, it makes me mad when people do that and don't. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just want to make sure and circle back to get my alphabet straight. Um, B it's totally possible that he's like, I mean, look, he's eligible for a max extension this off season. He's eligible for a max extension basically two days before the Olympics end. So he would have to play the whole qualifiers and the Olympics with that hanging over his head. Like, man, if I blow out my knee, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done for, like, no, and that, he'd I think probably that's still get it. But what if, 
what if he did a Paul George, you know? Yeah. And you don't want that because that, I mean, in Grana, that Hell was, no. yeah, no, he still bounced back, but Paul George's trajectory at that time was, I mean, it was, it was supernova. Like, yeah, he was, and I think the Thunder would way. still, barring like the craziest injury, I think the Thunder would probably still max him, you yeah. know, and just, and, but he can't take that risk and his, you know, his agent can't take that risk. Like no. it's just not smart. So, I mean, that, that's probably part of it too. And, but look at team Canada, man, four years from now, it, when Murray gets healthy and shake Shea plays and like, that's going to be a crazy team. Yeah. They're actually going to be good. That. Yeah. They're going to be yeah. really good. Like, legit. Good. Like, yeah. like contenders, I think. It's not going to be just France anymore. Uh, and Argentina and they'll have some more competition out in the world. Maybe Greece. Spain. In Turkey, Spain. Spain was the other one, yeah. Slovenia, they got Luca. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Golly, these dang international players ruining my NBA um, or making it better. Speaking of which, yeah, I would see. <laughs> so Dolan doesn't get on for so long, and I'm setting myself up, and then he totally just ruins <laughs> it for me. So, speaking of which, um, we have uh, Mikit Mitchich. Um, he was the EuroLeague MVP and the EuroLeague champ. Uh, who does he play for, Real? No, he plays for Anadolus FS. Okay. Yep. Have no which clue. Which is in it's in Turkey. Okay. Um, yeah, and they beat they beat FC Barcelona in the final. Okay. And he also split the final MVP with Shane Larkin. Yeah. Random. Yeah, that Shane Larkin. Yeah. <laughs> Random. <laughs> Shane Larkin, he he actually won the EuroLeague MVP last year in 2020. Well, I think I remember hearing about that. He's like big that. time over there. Yeah. I just yeah. don't follow Crazy. Euro that much. I need to start getting into no, it. No, I don't really either. I found all this out in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> but Mitchich, um, as everybody knows, we have the rights to him. Uh, we can bring him over. He can play for us. We can trade him. We can literally do whatever the hell we want with him uh, at this point in time. And uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think actually, I think we got a Twitter question. Yeah. Around we him. Pop in. We can yeah. pop in right here. Um, it was oh, Kiwi Greg something. Five, 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 five. Yeah. Find. At Kiwi Greg. Five 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 five. Look at you. Why? Why do some Thunder fans think we can? Oh, this is the wrong one. He asked yeah. two questions. Abort! Abort! Oh, same guy, different question. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Mitchich? <laughs> will he? Oh my gosh! Will he play for OKC? What do you see as his trade value? Uh, I don't know, man. I think that Sam's just like, screw it, come over next year uh, and just tries them out and sees what happens from there. And then, I mean, at worst, what what do you think we could get from him? I'm like a second. Well, here's the thing. He He's kind of old. He's 27, right? Sure. Um, it's not like Luca where he won the EuroLeague MVP and he was like 19. And then, so it's not that, you know, it's not like the young prospect that has already climbed the mountain over there. I figure that, so, so in that trade with Philly, we got the 2025 first, right? And at the time 
they were still considering I mean Maury having just become their GM I think they kind of knew the Harden situation was coming so they were kind of considering keeping some assets around to trade for Harden so my assumption has always been that Presti wanted another pick and reports have been that Philly has been trying to get Mitchich to come over for years and he's just been unwilling to do it. So my assumption is that Pressy wanted another pick and Maury was like, no, we can't give you another pick because we have to keep our options open, but we can give you this actually valuable European player draft rights. So I think he's a pick basically until I see him in a thunder uniform. This is what I'm assuming. So as far as what his value is, I think it's probably, he's probably like a late first rounder or something like that to be added to a trade. Now the stipulation would be if you're trading him to a contender or something, you would have to talk to him and be like, Hey, are you willing to play for them? And if he says yes, then his value goes way up. If you can't get that commitment from him, then he's just a flyer. He's like a late second and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna have to go down that rabbit hole. Cause I, I knew that he didn't come over for a few years, but I want to see if I can find anything else out about that. Cause especially not going to Philly, you know, with their recent Ascension, Mm -hmm. that sort of is weird. And then, I mean, you're saying like a a high first, if he went to a playoff contender, but then, I mean, he has what, 27 years old. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Sam's filling us up with international older dudes on purpose. Um, Cause we got deck. Who's what? 26, 27, two, six. Yeah. Make it Um, I mean, maybe he's just going to load us up with a bunch of old dudes, old heads, and and those are going to be our quote-unquote vets going forward. So I guess we'll just see. I I hope to see him in a Thunder jersey. I mean, if you're over there hooping in the Euro League and it's not a slouch league at all, um, why not? You know? Yeah, come on down. and I watched the last – I watched the fourth quarter of that game, and he's good, man. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he can get to the rim. I think he, he shot – 50 plus percent from three in the playoffs over there, which is obviously amazing. Um, He's in control. He was there, like go to close the game, free throw shooter, like led the team in scoring. Like, like we said, split the MVP finals MVP. Like he he's legit. Um, So we'd be lucky to have him. But so would somebody else. I, I just tend to think he's a trade piece until we see him in a thunder uniform, but we'll see. All right. Well, can't wait for media day this year. Uh, <laughs> well, and as his agent has said, like, we think he'll be in the NBA next season, but we don't know for who. Hmm. I'm going to have yeah. to DM their agent and be like, yeah, he's going to be an Oklahoma <laughs> City Thunder jerk. All right. Make it happen. Um, <clears throat> no. So sort of just transitioning, you know, we're talking about our future a little bit. Uh, the, the one thing that you had in, you know, been able to talk about is the big board, just where you're at your top. I, I, what do we do? Top eight, I think is what we did. Eight. Um, yeah. I think, I think y'all did eight because that's as far as we can fall. So. Exactly. Exactly. So um, go ahead and, and spit off your big board, Dylan. Let's see if you align with us and, and remember I, I meant Dolan, not Dylan. I'm sorry. Um, I, I just realized I said it, but that's the uh, worst. You can you can say Mickich all you want, but you mix a Dylan and a Dolan, man. I'm sorry. Get um, your back together. 
But Dolan, you have like a week's head of time research on the rest of us. And you probably got Do to go I? scout. You probably got to go scout some more mock drafts uh, versus where we were at last week. Cause I know book night has just jumped up the charts. Uh, Scotty Barnes is moving up a lot of people's mock draft boards. Uh, Mobley is dropping on some draft boards. So yeah. What's yours? What do you, what do you think? Well, let me be honest. I don't, I don't, my goal is to not look at mock drafts until I like decide for myself a little okay. bit. Um, and that's kind of unavoidable, right? You, you see it, you come across it. Like I'm not coming at this from scratch. I've, I've only currently looked at 10 prospects and there's a reason they're the 10 I've looked at. It's because they're the ones people talk about a lot, you know, but <laughs> So, yeah, having only looked at 10, like it's going to get pretty sketchy after six, I think. I'm kind of, I'm real up in the air around that. Like, for instance, you guys had Book Night at seven. I think, I think he was in the last big board. Six, seven, I think is where he fell out a lot. Yeah. And I had not seen anything of him. And right before we started this, I watched like half a scouting video. So my six and seven are real up in the air. Um, so we already know what one is. Yeah, one Cade. I have two Mobley, three Suggs, and I think you guys had green at three. Yep. And then I have green at four. Um, I just like Suggs's like overall game, and he's a really good defender too. So like green's probably the best scorer in the draft, and I'm not saying anything people haven't heard before, but I'm just putting it on the record so we can update the graphic. Um, and then I have Scotty Barnes at five nice. over Kaminga. Yep. I think Alex is also on that hill with me. And that's a hill I'm going to die on until somebody changes my mind. My mind. <laughs> I like Barnes's motor better than Kaminga's. And I think kind of neither one of them can really shoot. So that's not like a really big differentiator for me. Um, and I just like his athleticism and passing ability and size and that's basically what it comes down to for me now i haven't again watched a lot so if like it turns out coming is the better player i totally buy that <laughs> and then nice. so yeah coming gets six and then i like for now i like james book Knight at seven nice but again though like even the the one video i have watched of him i didn't get to the weaknesses part so he has no weaknesses yeah, he, he, well, he probably gets a demotion after I watch the second half of this video and do a little bit more research. And then I have Moses Moody at seven or at um, eight. Nice. But nice. then what I thought was interesting is I have Keon Johnson after that over Jalen Johnson. And I think you guys had the opposite. I had him higher. Yeah. I like him a lot. Um, yeah. I think at least we all agree on one. I, I think that's, that's nice. Um, yeah, let's hope that 11 and a half percent comes through, please. Please, um, yeah, so we got the big board updated. I think with everybody, we're missing one. Yep, we're missing Tyranny's predictions, so we'll try to get him on here and see what he thinks. Uh, up next, now, just want to say real quick, uh, we just knocked out one Twitter question just because it sort of worked out that way. Um, 
so we got a lot of Twitter questions and I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much uh, for putting those out there. We appreciate it. Gave us some stuff to talk about for sure. Um, so yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go to my first one. So me and Dolan can argue real quick. Um, Let's do it. So uh, Sam Tomlinson, Pac-Man Tomlinson, uh, how do you feel about giving Rashawn Holmes, Lonta Ball, or Duncan Robinson an offer an offer this offseason? Uh, I will literally I, I would I would offer Rashawn Holmes. And I think oh, he would man. Yeah, I think uh, he would you, fit. He responded on Twitter and said, I like one of these guys. Yeah. I no, I think I wasn't the one. Yeah, no, he's the one that I I think that he has the best motor. The dude is He's a junkyard dog. He reminds me of a more athletic perk in a weird way. I know that sounds crazy, but he um, he just got a good game, and he just has a lot of fight in him. I can't do Duncan Robinson. I just can't. Like, you're too big of a liability on the other end. And, yeah, your, your shooting is too spotty for me to want to give you any money. Now, I'll give you a little bit, but not a lot. And uh, – Lonzo just isn't happening. He's about to go get paid somewhere and make a lot of money. And it's not money that I want to come up with right now. Uh, especially since it would just bottleneck our whole, our whole starting lineup more than what it kind of already is. So, uh, yeah. Give me Rashawn Holmes. What say you? Well, Lon- Lonzo is the one I actually wouldn't mind giving an offer to, but I, I, I agree with you. It's going to be more than I want to pay him. Mm-hmm. So I'd give him an offer, but it's not one he would accept. Um, same as you for Duncan Robinson. I'm, I don't want the defensive liability to be making a lot of money. I'm. I don't want Rashawn Holmes, man. <laughs> Why? He can't shoot. He can't shoot. He's six ten. He thinks he's a good defender, but he was just the center on the worst defensive team of all time. But he held his own. That's not an exaggeration. The worst defensive team of all time. Okay, but he held his own for what they what he could do. I don't know, man. He held his own for what he could do. He's he's a he's got a floater, and that's cute. But like, man, he can't. He I want people who can shoot now. We're in the new. We're on to the next. Like I'm sick of having centers who can't shoot, and he's not even big. <laughs> he's not even a big center. He's six nine, six ten. Well, and that's where I think he could flex at like that four spot, if anything. But and he can't shoot. So if you're saying that he no, he can't shoot the three. He can't, but he can take it off the dribble. He has a very high motor on defense. He rebounds really, really well. Um I don't know. I if out of those three, that's the one I'm giving an offer to. That was the question. You that's don't have answer. to pick one. Well, okay then. If I don't have to pick one, none of them. Because I love Isaiah Roby, and I well, think there you he's go. Be the biggest goat ever. Okay, well, there uh, you go. But nobody said you had to pick one. I had to. Um, Eight rebounds a game, man. Uh, this guy. Wait, no, thank wait, wait, you. wait, 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 wait. If you're gonna, it's eight point three rebounds per game, sir. So mm. please put some respect on his name. Um, no. And he shoots 63% from the field. So that means he's literally getting bunnies all day long. That means uh, he doesn't shoot. That means he only shoots at the rim, which is dumps. like a normal percentage to shoot at the rim. Good. That's what I want. Um, 
<laughs> you want Perkins 2.0? You just called him Perkins 2.0. And we're I, like, yeah, from that's like, my guy. It's like the attitude wise is sort of what reminds me of him, not his game at all. It's more or less the attitude. Um, yeah. So uh, that's, that's my answer. Uh, Dolan said none of them. Uh, well, now, I said, I said Lonzo, but not as much as he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what do you think Lonzo is going to play? Lonzo would be cool next to Shea. He can play off ball. He can pass. He can shoot. Like, yeah. He would be, and he's big. He's six, seven, I think. He would be a cool fit next to Shea. It's just like I'm not giving I'm not gonna max him. When so free agency this year opens up what July 5th, 6th, around there? No, it's um it's August August 2nd is when they can start talking to people, and then August 6th is when they can actually sign. Oh, I have a whole contracts. month off. Okay. Um are we still on the weird COVID schedule this season? Is that what's going on with this? Well, it's a, I think it's a short off season, but so it's like the front ends pushed back, but they're trying to get the back end. They're trying to start the next season on time. Gotcha. 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 That makes sense. Okay. So, I mean, technically speaking, say we strike out on Cade, right? We don't get number one. Do we make a push for a guy like that? For Alonzo and just say, screw it? Well... I mean, I guess I can see that. I guess I can see the justification for doing it now, which is that. So if Shea signs that max extension this off season. Yep. Then, this off season will then become the last one where we have, like, massive amounts of cap space. Yes. So because then next off season, Shea's extension kicks in. And we'll still have cap space, especially if we get off of Al Horford. But it's not going to be like fifty thousand for fifty million dollars like it is now. It's going to be like fifteen or twenty or something like that. Fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> we can get a two way. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I'd be a little bit more interested. I can in see Lonzo. the justification for doing it. I just wish the candidate crop was better. You know. Yeah. No. No. It's this... not that good. All, all the guys, all the guys that would have been targets, signed their extensions last off. Already. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, like Jalen and Mitchell and like everybody. Yeah. All everybody the Max did. Guys signed. Huh. Okay. Well, we'll see. That just makes it a little bit interesting. From you know, with the free agency starting after the draft, I just teams have a little bit more flexibility, especially you guys down there at the bottom. You can make some. I wish they'd switch it. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I think it should go the other way because then a team. Yeah, I, I think it should go. The There's other some way. talks about it, but yeah, like the Thunder lost Kevin Durant after having used the draft, assuming they had Kevin Durant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was yeah, so like drafted Darius Baisley, right? Yes, thinking it was. he'd be a part of the Russell Westbrook, Paul George team. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, oh, they're gone, but he's have Darius Basil. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a what a whirlwind! What a whirlwind we are. Hopefully, we're stabilizing out. Um, mm-hmm. No, but that that's that just has my brain running a little bit more than what I wanted it to. Um, I'll I guess I'll take Lonzo. One Lonzo, please. Um, if we don't get Cade. Um, so moving on to our next Twitter question, it's from Cheshire cat at black dolphin five. 
um, and do not make fun of the way that I say the D word. Uh, my wife does all the time. Uh, so how many players from this? Dolphin? Past yeah. Dolphin. Oh, cause you say dolphin. Yeah. I can't help it. Um, I, I've tried to fix it. It just doesn't work. Um, so how many players from this past season are going to be on the 21, 22, you know, be on the 21, 22 team, essentially, uh, beyond beyond next season. Uh, no, I think it's from this last season. So the 2021 season, how many players are going to be here in 21, 22. So if we go down the list just so real quick. Year. Yeah. So Shay Dort, Baisley. For sure. Okay, we got those three. Um, uh, Teo, for sure. Yeah, Teo. Uh, We're gonna forget somebody and look dumb. No, no, we will. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm going. I'm trying to go. Young I think guys Ty. Ty's still on his rookie scale next year. Ty will definitely be around. He'll probably get a small extension after this season, um, unless he just keeps going nuclear. Um, who else? Poku, of course. Of course. Um, I don't think we already know Al Horford's gone. We already know that. Well, do we? Come on, he's gonna I, find a deal. I for him. think. I think he will be. I think they'll either find a trade for him or buy him out. But I'm not 100 percent sure of that. But if I had to lean one way or the other, obviously, I think he's not here. Yeah. No, he's not getting bought out. Sam will find a deal for him. Um. So Horford's gone. Um, Svi is restricted free agent. Yeah, so he'll be back. Um, Maybe, unless somebody offers him a lot of money. Which I doubt. I mean, maybe Troy Weaver hits him up. He's like, hey, you want to come back to Detroit or what? Um, so, Svi, uh, Muscala. Man, this one gets me. Yeah. Because I think my heart wants him back. And so does my mind. But then, like, after reflecting on his media day, um, that seemed more like a goodbye and a farewell versus a, hey, we'll see you next year um, type of situation. So Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, so I'm going to have to lean that way with it. Um, I hope he comes back, though. I just I just don't know. We, just, we have so much to move around in the next couple of years and get the team settled. Um, Ken Richard will be back. Yeah, Kenny Hustle will be back for sure. Uh, and well, I don't know. He might find himself a, a pre-trade deadline move if everything works out the way that we need it to in the draft this year. Um, I think that would. I think that would match. I mean, if he starts the season, as is my understanding, then he qualifies for what? For a yes under this questions parameters. Oh, okay. Um. Who else are we missing here? Um, so the centers, Moses and uh, Bradley. Uh, Bradley's back. He's Moses. restricted. He's restricted free agent. I don't. I think Bradley's gone. Oh wait, he, yeah, he's gone then. So Moses will stay around. Um, uh, I, I'm not so sure about Moses. I mean, it depends who we draft, kind of. But I guess I could see him starting the season. See, I, I'm a Moses lover over here i love the guy um i love his motor i just love what he does he just doesn't stop um even when he does stupid stuff he just doesn't stop 
Okay, uh, Roby has a team option. Oh yeah, that's getting picked up for sure. Uh, for sure. Okay. I don't even. Yeah, because what's that for? Like four million on the high side. One point nine. <laughs> even better. Okay. Yeah, you're getting picked up. Uh, um. Let's see. So deck. He'll be, he'll back. be here. I don't yeah. feel like ten games is enough of a look. No, and he even. I think he's. I think he went home for a little bit. He should be almost back in the city if he's not already. I think he already is back in the city training this summer. Um, okay. So that's cool. And then uh, Charlie Brown. I think he's gone. Yeah, Charlie Brown's gone. Um, and then the two ways, Josh Hall and Jalen Horde. They're going back down. Oh, those last three right there are going to go play with the G League next year, most definitely. I would like to see Josh Hall get the two-way again next year. He didn't even get a shot. He had that jumper's knee basically all season. Yeah. Even he didn't even get to play in the G League bubble. So I'd see, like he to was see just... him back. So how many did we how many are we at? Uh, one, two, three. Here, count them off. Count them yeah. as I say them. Okay. Baisley. Yep. Dort. Yep. Deck. Yep. Shea. Yep. Ty. Yep. Teo, Poku, yep, Kenrich, yep. How many is that? That's eight. We got Roby on there yet? I haven't said Roby yet. No. Okay. I'm 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 a little iffy about him, but he'll probably be back. Roby. Yep. Okay. And then Svi. And I, and then Moses. Those are all the ones that we were either in agreement or split on. I think. Yeah. So that'll leave how us many with. Is that? That's 11 right there. And then out of those 11, we got two that we can move back down to the G League if we wanted to. Not re- No, these guys, if they get a real contract, they, they count. Okay, then, then never mind. Out of 15. Yeah, so we got... So that's not crazy. That's not like super inconvenient. If we get rid of Bradley, Charlie Brown, uh, who else? Moose. Muscala. And Horford. Yeah. If we get rid of all, all four of those, then we have four spots. We have five draft picks. Just putting that out there. That doesn't mean – so three of them are second round. That Those guys don't necessarily have to come over immediately. Those guys can sign two ways. Yep. But we have two firsts and five draft picks. And we're thinking four roster spots. So it's just so, pointing that out. Yep, so I think we're at 11, maybe 10, because I'm on the fence about – Moses. Oh, what a jerk. What a jerk Sorry. you are. Um, I love you, Moses. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> so uh, we knocked out that question. Thank you for that one, Cheshire Cat. Uh, the next one we have is uh, why do this is from Greg Stevens, Kiwi Greg 5555. Uh, why do some Thunder fans think we can trade SGA for the number one pick and it's a fair deal? Um, so I'm just going to put this out there just like this right now. You, do you think that Kate is a generational player? Well, I think, I think there's a chance he could be, but. Okay. And that's fair. Yeah. We don't know. Right. So I think like even people trying to go after that, like no, that's that's crazy talk. 
Like I'm not trading Shea for Cade and resetting my timer another three years back because that's exactly what we would be doing if we did something like that. Our timer would go back a couple of years. Um, well, I think, even- the, I think the thing that maybe people who are making that argument are doing is living in last year's off season where we were like, okay, Shade's really good. Is he ever going to make an all-star game? I don't know. Is he ever going to be all NBA? I don't know, but like, he's pretty good. Cade is, is he ever going to be a generational talent? I don't know, but like, he'll probably be pretty good. So it's like his ceiling seemed way higher and their floors seemed comparable. But I think after this last season, what we saw Shea do, I think we can all confidently say like, this guy's going to make an all-star team and he's probably going to be an all NBA player at some point in his career. And the fact is with, there's almost no draft picks that you can take and be that confident about those things. No. And that's, I don't know if, I don't know if Cade's one of them. If you think he is and you feel strongly about that, then okay. I get position, but yeah. Oh, and don't get me wrong. Like the draft is such a crap shoot. Yeah, no, but I'm (laughs) stupid high on him. Like, you know, I, I, who did I talk with the other day about this? I was just like, listen, if a kid can literally do what he did against playing zone all season long, <laughs> like literally he was stacked up against a two, three and a three, two zone or a box and one mm-hmm. all season long and completely destroy it the way that he did. Imagine what he could do man on man, you know, with a restrict, you know, a defensive three seconds, all those things that come into play too. Like, He's going to be able to do some damage. It's just, well, we just have to see a little bit. I don't know. Let's just get the first one, the number one pick, and then we don't have to worry about these stupid questions. We can just have them, and it'll be ours. So um, I don't think it's a fair deal. I think it's it's a risky deal if you did do that. Um, that but that's just my the thing opinion. is it's not it's, – it's not – just a okay just replace Shea with younger equally successful Shea there's risk there's mm-hmm. risk there there's risk that he's not good you know or he's like just fine and never as good as Shea is already like it's not a anybody who acts like you can just guarantee Cade's going to be good in the NBA has, hasn't been paying the attention to the draft in the last 50 years well no, and I go back to like another O State alum and that's Marcus Smart like he was projected to do crazy amounts of things. Um, Especially if you just looked at the way that he played that first year in Stillwater, like he was good. I mean, he was clutch. He was great. I was at OSU. I was at OSU that year. And I think he got drafted fourth and Hey, I love Marcus smart. I think he's a really good NBA player. He's never going to make an all-star game. No, no. And that's just the thing is, and he was actually projected on a lot of big boards at one or two. Um, Mm -hmm. On, on a couple of people's big boards. So um, it, that just makes me leery ever since Mark was smart. So um, take it for what it is. But yeah, let me keep Shay. I, I know what Andrew I got. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, God. People yeah. thought Andrew Wiggins was like Scotty Pippen who could shoot. And that's a lie. Um, <laughs> so yeah. You just never know. It's like you never know how these guys are going to work out. And you can project all you want, but we know what Shea is, and he's a star. So, no, you don't trade a star on his rookie contract for a draft pick. No. Except that one time we did that. (laughs) 
<laughs> and we learned our lesson, damn it. We learned uh, our lesson, damn it. Um, so moving on to another question. Uh, this is from at we are OKC. Um, most likely player to get traded this offseason that nobody really sees coming. Um I go, I can go. I mean, yeah. I guess can I just can I say Mitchich? Okay. Like I feel like a lot of people are just like plugging him into our lineup next year and being like, ooh, that's gonna be really cool. And I I'm I've already talked about it. I mean, but I'm gonna be kind of surprised if he ever puts on a Thunder jersey. Yeah, well, and then after we went back and did like the count on, you know, the head count on who's supposed to be back next mm-hmm. year. Yeah, he's not. Oh, fitting. and we forgot we forgot Vit Krejci. Oh yeah, we did. We still got Vit sitting over there doing yeah. whatever and he's doing. I don't know. We we spent two draft picks to get him. So yeah, and he came over a year early to rehab. I would think he's getting a roster spot. Huh. Yeah. No, he he better get a roster spot. For, I mean, yeah. I send so us then, all that money into him. I mean, so I guess that does – we didn't leave him out. That wasn't the question because mm-hmm. he wasn't on the roster last mm-hmm. year. So but still. we didn't mess up. We're fine. Um, but, so, yeah, if, if him and then Mitchich and five draft picks, like, I don't know. I really – the only one that I could see that, like, might – that could come and it would really surprise the hell out of everybody Um and I'm not speaking this to existence, but basically. Um, I knew who you were going to say. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm wondering if people like people would be against it and be sad about it. But I feel like people are. That's the answer I expected one of us to give. Yeah, it's just I, I think that's one of the ones that it could happen. Um, I, I'm just I'm, I'm still torn in the middle about it. I'm still really high on Baisley. I like Olivia. Um, I, I think he's amazing and he can do a lot of great things. He just needs to get it underneath control and hopefully this summer we'll get him that, um, especially how much run he got at the end of the year where he was the man on the court, um, being able to watch him do that. There is, there's a lot of good stuff that we got to see, which was cool. So, um, maybe that helps him stay on the team or maybe that helps him, garner some trade value and we dump them off somewhere to make a roster spot to bring in all these Europeans um, or South Americans, one or the other. So yeah, I'm gonna go basically there. Um, let's see here. Our next question uh, is from our own here at Thunder Chats. Uh, how do you feel about an early second flyer is that what he meant to say i guess second round flyer second okay okay on bj boston dude was projected top three and had a rough year at uk feels like the type of project player that could really pay off and it would give poku it would give poku and jim buddy i don't know if dylan's drinking if he just got on the sauce or what but um i guess because he's skinny right yeah yeah no he's needs to get the weight yeah, he's a small guy. Uh, I, I think a good project player, but he wouldn't. Let me just put it this way: if we're going to take a chance on any of our second round guys, they all at this point better go to the G League for a year and let us see what they can do there first before we even think about start filling up our roster with some of these guys. Um, no, let's play them all forty minutes, man. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I need more development. Um, so you so, got to play NBA minutes to get it. That's it, all. That's a lie. Lou Dort develops very, fairly well in the G League. Uh, fairly. Fairly. He started the whole second half of the year. Yeah, but he, no one thought that at the beginning of the year. But you were only allowed to play a certain number of days with the team as a two-way back then. Yeah, still doesn't matter. Go to the G League. Go earn your stripes. All right. Um, yeah, that's I, – I wouldn't mind. I mean, screw it. Let's go. Yeah. UK guys are – yeah. You get, a, you get a prospect with that much upside that late. And I'd be down with it just for the potential of the chance from the crowd, you know. What chance for those? I don't know. You can do a lot of cool stuff with his first name. <laughs> give me, give me one since you said it. Uh, <laughs> BJ all day. Clap, 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 clap. How's that? That was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should probably just be his nickname. I mean, I know Adrian Peterson already claimed it, but we can come up with something along yeah. those lines. <laughs> BJ a day keeps the doctor away. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else we can go with there, um, but we could probably think of some snazzy shirts to to toss out there. I could just hear it, Fisher and BJ to the hole. <laughs> Mike Breen, bang, bang BJ. BJ. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Yeah. Um, let's draft the guy. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm, I give Dylan crap a lot about Kentucky guys just because it's fun. Um, I have to make fun of him with that god awful blanket hanging up as a curtain um, in his background all the time. But UK's their, their pedigree and the way that Calipari Calipari brings in players is top notch. Like very rarely does he have a player that doesn't make it professionally somewhere and doesn't have the right work ethic and do the right things to become good. So, yeah. I'll, I'll take a chance on that one time, Dylan. That's the only time I'm ever going to say anything good about Kentucky ever again. Um, but yeah, that was a, um, that was Dylan's question. Uh, we did get two more questions from Smello, uh, John at John one and one. Uh, one of them is what is the correct phosphate levels to grow tomatoes? Um, I personally do not know. Um, because I don't grow tomatoes. Uh, someone did answer it. Uh, it actually, I hope it's, real- I hope it's whatever the pH level of my soil outside is. Cause I just planted a tomato plant yesterday and I've never gardened before. <laughs> oh Lord, dude, just get ready. I'm already killing stuff this year. I'm doing my best. Uh, I think I've killed three plants already. Never did it before this year either. So, uh, just be patient with yourself. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but go ahead and if you haven't already bought any, go buy the tomato food. And whenever you're feeding it, Dylan or Dolan, gosh dang it, whenever you're feeding it, feed it at night. Don't feed it during the day. Wait, you have to feed plants? Yeah. <laughs> do you want voluptuous tomatoes or do you just want a bunch of little baby tomatoes on that vine? I don't know. What do you feed them? Is this like a little shop of horrors? No, 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 no. You go, if you go to Home Depot, wherever your favorite place is, where you go buy these things, um, there's a little box that Miracle Grow makes and it's tomato food and it just has everything that they need. Um, 
to flourish and it actually works really, really well. I use it on other plants too. And where do you, you put it like on their leaves? No, it's a, it's like a granule that you, uh, dissolve in water and then you just water mm. it with it, but you just do it at night. Mm. Uh, and if you feed them during the day, do they turn into little monsters and no, they're not gremlins, Dolan. Um, it's, it's, there, there's something with the sun and that food, like it just elevates it too quick. That some smart guy told me about it not too long ago. And I was just like, yeah, that makes complete sense. And I did a little bit of research and it does make All right. enough sense. about tomatoes, enough yes. about tomatoes. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm really proud of my garden this year. So, we'll see. um, so yeah. And then, um, he also wanted to know what's a TQ. So his guesses were a Tuscan quilt, um, a Torah quote, a uh, toot and quack. I don't know what that is. Um, and tremendous quads. And he said he's getting there. Um, what's another TQ for you, Dolan? Well, it just made me think of floating the river in Tahlequah. Tahlequah! Yeah, I missed that. Except the part where I got my, my DUI on <laughs> my dad. And my dad had to drive up from Tulsa to bail me out. It was a bad car ride home. <laughs> You're on the Dewey crew? I had no idea, Dolan. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Did you have the uh, breathalyzer? August, August, 8th, August 8th, 2008, actually. Um, 8808. Oh, no, that isn't yeah, good. You should have right. known. Yeah, you should You should have known already. Um, I have been to Tahlequah three times, and... If you put all three of those times together, I think I can remember vividly the drive there and the drive back. And that's about it. Um, and then it, the sunburn that you were left with. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's if, if any of you Oklahomies are listening and have never been go um, is an absolute blast. But don't drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. Um, stay at one of the sweet resorts. That's literally right there on the river. You can walk to your tent. Um, yeah, don't don't be stupid. Uh, but did you know, you know, the old bridge, Dylan or don't Dylan? Gosh, dang it. Dolan. I'm going to keep doing that. I'm so sorry. Um, mostly for Dylan, not you. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the bridge where the red fern grows, where they shot that at. Nope. You, you didn't know that. Nope. Yeah. So there was a bridge that everybody used to jump off of that metal one. And it was like, oh, painted yeah. like okay. All right. You know what I'm talking about now? Yeah. yeah. So that that was actually in the Red Fern Grows. They tore that down and they put a brand new bridge up that's like way higher uh, than that oh, one. No. Yeah. And people are still jumping off. Like it doesn't, it didn't phase anybody. They're just like, yeah, screw it. I think I watched like four dudes jump off the oh, year gosh. before. So um, don't do that either. Don't drink and drive. Don't jump off the bridge. Yeah. And there's a gnarly. I mean, if all your, your friends were doing it, would you do it? Maybe. Um, there, there, there may or may not be a video of me jumping off like a 30 foot bridge into like 10 feet of water. Um, there may or may not be a video and it was because all my friends were doing it. Um, but there's a gnarly rope swing at like mile five. Do not mess with it. You will literally, if you're drinking anything, you will kill yourself almost off of that. Uh, but it's just a good time. Good drunk debauchery is what it is. Um, I have a friend that's going and he's like, come up here, just come with us. I'm like, dude, I have a one and a half year old. What do you want me to do? 
Like, yeah, let me just risk her life and ours at the same time while doing this. Like becoming a father has toned me down a little bit on those daredevil things that I used to do. So, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that, that sort of my, my TQ I already forgot what it was because we got on Tahlequah. So, um, John, Samello, whatever you go by today, uh, appreciate the questions. They were really insightful. Um, what do you want to add, Dolan? Well, we got, we got to get to that other, that last Twitter question from McCabe P. Oh yes, yes, yes. You're right. I was saving this one for last on purpose. So uh, McCade P8, uh, I've DM'd you the 115 combinations for the Thunder to win the lottery. Which of the 115 do you have the most faith in coming in clutch and why? So um, I got to look at it. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I, I know what our percentage is, give or take, but I'll, I'll let you talk about this and what's the best case scenario for us. Or what do you have the okay. most faith in rather, I guess? Well, I mean, the, the, so the way the lottery works is, and I guess a lot of people don't know this. I was explaining it to Dylan a couple of days ago in the group chat. Um, it's not a thousand ping pong balls, right? Mm-hmm. You see that the top three teams have 140%. They have 140 of 1001 ping pong ball combinations. So there's 14 ping pong balls numbered one through 14 and they draw four of them. And there's a thousand and one combinations that could happen when you draw four of them. Okay. Okay. So Houston, Detroit, and Orlando have 140 each and we have 115 of those combinations. Okay. So when you watch, there's a video that, and there's one every year and after the fact they release it and you can watch them do the actual ping pong ball drawing. And in the video, they say that they assign the numbers in sequence. So like Houston has one, two, three, four this year. And then it just goes on down the line. They get the first 140 and then Detroit gets the next 140. Orlando gets the 140 after that. And then the next 115 after that go to OKC. So I was actually, it's funny, just last night, I was DMing with Tyler Carroll at Tyler Carroll 12, who's been putting out the amazing stats on like what our updated odds were before and after each game for all season, I think. And I was like, hey, how can we figure out because you should be able to just work back to what combinations will win Oklahoma city, the lottery. And he was like, I'll take it. I'll take a look at it. And we were like, okay, let's see if we can figure it out. And then I put out this request for Twitter questions and McCade P who's he's a Utah jazz fan, but don't worry. He's one of the good ones. You guys should give him a follow. Um, Just randomly DM'd me the exact list that I was trying to figure out a way to come up with. So it's just crazy that he, DM to me the exact list I was talking to Tyler Carroll about the night before. Just totally random and love to see it. <laughs> and hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so the number combinations that Oklahoma City have, they basically all contain a two or a three. That's just how it works. And then a bunch of other random numbers. Like, well, they're not random. Again, they're assigned deliberately. Yeah. But so like two, five, twelve, fourteen two, five, 13, 14, all the way down to three, four, eight, 13. 
is our last combination. Okay. So he asked us to look at this list and say like, which of these we have the most faith in. So I, I don't know. Did you come up with anything, Jerry? Do you have any ideas? Um, my faith rests in the best one for us. Well, they're equally, they're equally likely. They all have a one in 1000 chance. And, yeah. Of, of winning. Yeah. Um, I know I, I want something. I, I think I, what was it? The three, five, eight, and 14 was one of them. Um, we have three, four, eight, and then nine, 10, 11, 12, or 13, but no, no three, five. Okay. So the three, four, but the eight. Thing of- to, so we're going to do these in the order he sent them. Okay. Cause or else it's just way too many numbers. But the thing to know is that like, as he said, these are permute, these are combinations, not permutations. So one, two, three, four is the same as four, three, two, one. Yeah. It doesn't matter what order they're drawn in. So there are some that have a three and a five. They're just not listed like that in his DM. Okay. So you could make one. You could do three, five, four, ten, or something like that. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what my favorite is. Okay. My favorite, the one I picked, is two, seven, nine, ten. And I think that's good because it's two. That's Shay, right? Yeah. These are linked to the future. And then nine and 10 are nine is the first year we had a team where we were tanking and we've sucked and kind of came around at the end. And then 10 is the year we arrived in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So that's the goal here is that we're tanking and then we arrive. That's what we're trying to call into the universe. And then seven, as everyone obviously knows per Harry Potter is the most powerfully magical number. Yeah. It's my favorite number. Yeah. So you have two Shay, the future linked to the past by the magical number seven i think i like that one too because then pretty good right yeah and then you still have options like if you wanted to just be like screw it let's go after this Mm -hmm. i mean you could try to move up for that one if you wanted to at the two a little bit easier than what you could if you were the four yeah um but no it's but that's a you you could get the first pick with this combination. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of what I was still assuming. Like, no matter what, though, you can you still have moves with that combination right there. You can do a bunch of cool stuff with that combination, and then your numerology well, works out. But no, it's they if they draw that combination first, we get the first pick. If they draw that combination second, we get the second pick. If they draw third, we get the third pick. If they draw fourth, we get the fourth pick. It's just a combination of four numbers. We'll just do it first. That they could draw from that they could draw the ping pong balls of. Just do it first. How about you just help us? Yeah, let's just do it first. Yeah, throw us a bone here. I like that combo. And then there's also there are looks like five that have the number sixty nine in them. So any of those would be good. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, honestly, I'm just like where I'm at with it right now. It's like we can we can literally go back and forth, left, right, side to side about the lotto and where we're going to end up at. And it's just like we don't know till it happens. So I'm not like putting like a bunch of like effort towards it right now. Um, 
just because like I said earlier, like even if we had like the worst case scenario, we literally have 30 something draft picks that if we wanted to move up, we can. Or we, oh, we some- will be moving up. Make no mistake. We used five <laughs> draft picks to draft three players in this last draft. Gonna be happening consistently. Yeah. So just yes, I, I want the best case scenario, of course, but even if it doesn't work out, I I know that Sam is okay. Um so, uh, yeah, lots of stuff uh, that we talked about today, guys. Uh, keep watching the playoffs. Keep enjoying those. Uh, get ready for the lotto balls coming down here soon. Uh, go watch some tape over some of these uh, mock draft boards. Uh, Hoop Intellect is a really good one to go watch if you want to. I know he's putting out a new video today. Um, so, yeah, uh, We're going to go ahead and close this thing out, guys. Um, As always, uh, wash your hands, wear your mask if you're mandated to uh, or not vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, go get vaccinated. I did it. It was a great thing. Um, Hoop when you can. Halfway done. Yep, I'm there. Um, So hoop when you can. And uh, as always, thunder up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.